The Darksaber is one of the most storied lightsabers in galactic history. What makes this weapon more unique than other legendary blades is that it became a symbol of leadership in the Mandalorian Vizsla clan, and could only be won through combat. Since the weapon itself is at least 1,000 years old, that means it's passed through the hands of countless Jedi and Mandalorians before inevitably ending up in the safekeeping of Din Djarin some years after the fall of Darth Sidious and Darth Vader aboard the second Death Star above Endor. Today, we're going to take a look at every single owner of the Darksaber throughout history as we track the lineage of the unique lightsaber. Number one, starting off with Tar Vizsla. The original owner of the Darksaber was a Jedi named Tar Vizsla. Tar was a Mandalorian and, in fact, the first Mandalorian to be accepted into the Order. Although the exact date of Tar Vizsla's birth and death remain murky, we know that he existed sometime prior to the fall of the Old Republic. So he was around sometime before 1000 BBY. During Tar's time on Coruscant, he actually created the Darksaber when it became time for him to create a Jedi weapon of his own. After some time, he left the Jedi Order and went to Mandalore, where he became leader of the Mandalorians. Number 2. The Jedi after Tar Vizsla's death, the Darksaber found its way into the Jedi's hands once again. For an unknown period of time, the Jedi Order held the weapon in its vaults. It's likely that they used the same chamber that Jocasta Nu protects when she was the librarian of the Order. Perhaps the Darksaber sat alongside ancient Jedi relics like Darth Momin's helmet and the mini Death Star gun, both of which would be used by Darth Vader in his early years as the Emperor's Enforcer. Number 3. Unnamed Clan Vizsla Raiders When Tar Vizsla used the Darksaber to consolidate his rule over Mandalore, the weapon became a symbol for leadership for not just Clan Vizsla, but all Mandalorians. When the Republic was at its lowest, perhaps prior to the final battle of Rusan, or even further back, around the time of Exar Kun's Great Sith War, raiders of Clan Vizsla descended on the Jedi Temple on Coruscant and ransacked it as they searched for the Darksaber. Once they located it, they took it back to Mandalore, and once again used it as an heirloom to symbolize the leaders of their people. Number 4. Pre Vizsla at least a thousand years passed between that Mandalorian raid on the Jedi Temple and the next time the Darksaber would rise from the dust of history. During the Clone Wars, a nationalistic Mandalorian terrorist known as Pre Vizsla wielded the Darksaber in combat. As leader of the Death Watch, Pre Vizsla dreamed that his people would once again roam the galaxy aboard their basilisk droids and besiege worlds like his ancestors, Mandalore the Indomitable and Mandalore the Ultimate, had done thousands of years prior. Pre Vizsla's vision eventually brought him to odds with the Republic, and he ended up fighting against Obi-Wan Kenobi. Number 5. Maul During Pre Vizsla's short tenure as leader of the Death Watch, he struck a bargain with Maul and his brother Savage Opress, who were finalizing the structure for their underground criminal empire, the Shadow Collective. At some point, Pre Vizsla thought he had extracted all the value he could squeeze from the relationship, and he locked the two away. That betrayal would cost Pre Vizsla his life and his Darksaber. Maul eventually escaped, and after Vizsla accepted his challenge, the former Sith quickly defeated the Death Watch leader. That battle resulted in Maul's ascension as leader of the Death Watch and rightful owner of the Darksaber. Number 6. Darth Sidious it's important to note that even though Darth Sidious never claimed ownership of the Darksaber, he could have. In his famous duel with Darth Maul, where he cruelly murdered his brother, Savage Opress, 
the rules of Mandalore dictate that Sidious would have the right to the Darksaber. But Sidious chose not to use the Darksaber's legacy to his advantage, and simply cast it aside, allowing a group of Mandalorians to later return it to Maul. Much later, Sidious once again defeated Maul in a final battle on Dathomir, but again decided not to claim the blade as his own. So this one is kind of murky, I figured I'd just throw it in there because he truthfully is a very rightful heir to the sword. However, he just didn't care for it. He didn't really care for lightsabers in general, actually. Number 7. Kanan Jarrus After Darth Sidious rose to power as Emperor of the First Galactic Empire, the Darksaber was kind of... sort of still mauls. At one point, while on the Nightsister-controlled planet of Dathomir, a Jedi who had survived Order 66, named Kanan Jarrus, took the Darksaber from Maul's table and used it to destroy a dark side relic. He held on to it for a short while before ultimately relinquishing it to its next owner. Number 8. Sabine Wren Sabine Wren was a Mandalorian who ended up traveling around the galaxy with Kanan, becoming a rebel soldier. She found herself more and more estranged from her Mandalorian heritage until Kanan Jarrus discovered the Darksaber on Dathomir. Eventually, Kanan taught the young Mandalorian how to use the weapon, and although her claim was initially challenged, since she didn't get the sword from defeating Maul in a one-on-one -on -one combat, her successful fights against Gar Saxon solidified her claim. Number 9. Bo-Katan Kryze Just like Kanan Jarrus had handed the Darksaber to Sabine, Sabine Wren would find herself in a similar position, eventually passing the Darksaber to Bo-Katan. Once a member of the Death Watch, and one of the few who didn't follow Maul once he defeated their leader, Bri Vizsla, Bo-Katan eventually found herself somewhat reformed. By the time Sabine allied herself with Bo-Katan, Ren considered the former Death Watch terrorist as someone who could truly make use of the Darksaber. After successfully destroying an Imperial superweapon, Bo-Katan accepted the Ancient Blade and used it to try and unite the clans. Number 10. Gideon Five years after the death of Darth Sidious, the Darksaber fell into the hands of Moff Gideon, an Imperial warmonger who had brutally ransacked Mandalore during the Purge. His desire to wield the weapon might have simply been from his complete and utter disdain for Mandalore and their culture, which must have been a powerful emotion, considering how forbidden using Jedi relics was in the Empire. How Gideon took it from Bo? No one really knows yet, but he obviously bested her in combat or maybe even stole it from her and then had her arrested, where she maybe escaped. I don't really know, just making that up. Number 11. Finally, Din Djarin. While we don't know much about Gideon's time with the Darksaber, we know how he lost it. In a fight with the Mandalorian, Din Djarin. Gideon ended up on the losing side of that battle and Din walked away with the Darksaber as his prize. Little did he know at the time, but he had just taken the one treasure that Bo-Katan and the other Mandalorians desperately wanted to claim. By the time Din realized what he had done, he tried to offer the weapon back to Bo-Katan, but it was too late. It was now his. In order to get it back from him, she would need to fight him and win in a trial by combat. And seeing as how they both just fought on the same side until Luke Skywalker showed up, I don't think she would do that. Or if she did, we haven't heard about it yet. I wonder who's going to have the Darksaber next. Maybe it could be Grogu. I don't really know. I mean, eventually I think Grogu will be the next Mandalorian Jedi after Tar Vizsla, which is the first one to have the Darksaber. And maybe he'll be the last one who has the Darksaber, seeing as how he can live to be well over 900 years old. Well, I hope you enjoyed this video. 
Leave a like if you did, leave your predictions down below, and I will see you all in the next episode of Star Wars Theory. Until then, remember, the Force will be with you. Always.